dollars. We already got him starting off distracted. Well, that's usual. <laughs> he did it, but Doctor Pepper go out his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the show, guys. We had an interesting weekend. I don't know about you guys, but that's definitely a good one. Even though we lost. Yeah. Yep. You know. They they showed some. Uh, Hustle on some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't there anything they uh, trouble with defense? I think this weekend. Yeah, it was the defense. Right. You know, trouble with defense. Mm-hmm. Don't um, mind me, people. I'm just changing. And, and again, I I think both goalies did a great job. Yeah, they both did. Both goalies did a great job. Ow. Um, hat tricks and us. Uh, so you guys want to give me my punch now? The double punch. Oh, the overtime that you the call? The shootout, I call Oh, shootout? Uh, I'm satisfied. You're satisfied? <laughs> Here comes the director to punch me. Oh, uh, we're drinking Dr. Pepper, Pepsi, and what are you drinking? Pepsi Zero. Soda. Soda, yeah. Pepsi Zero for me. Dr. Pepper, and I got a Mountain Dew down here for later. And no way are we supporting the sodas. Yeah, they blew some... Uh, Decent chances too, Mike. Um, Definitely. But I, there, again, there, there's some calls that I, I am furious over. Um, that that just just ridiculous. Again. I mean. Even the announcer was shocked on the one um, that our guy was on a breakaway and he got hooked. Mm-hmm. You know. That should been called. That should have been called. Definitely. Um, it's sad. On those types of... Those are the calls that we keep talking about. That's where the guys start taking matters into their own hands and start, you know, <laughs> doing stu- really stupid stuff. Mm. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's not Spike this time. I promise. No, it's actually... No, she's talking about mine. Oh. Look at the... How dark the bottle is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? That's not some New Year's Eve show. Okay. Are we going to do a small broadcast on New Year's Eve? I mean, I was planning on that list. You know, I know we're going to have the, the get-together. I just didn't know if we are going to do a small show real quick. I might as well, right? So, yeah. All right. So, so that'll, that'll be definitely... Um, <laughs> spiking, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we're um, in lieu of uh, doing a um, next week's show, we'll do a... Uh, bash part two. Okay. <laughs> you know. Which is, um, the New Year's Eve bash one was actually kind of a fun. Like, yeah, we had a few players and everything come on. You know, it was, it was, a, we were at Big Boys that year. Yep. So oh, we did that three hour special, right? Yep, three yep. hour special. Are we going to do that? The we're not going to do no three hours. We'll, we'll do, <laughs> we'll do probably. You know, I want that week to do it. Yeah, but um, you said it all depends on what's going on at your house if you can even come to the gathering. Yeah. So. But at least we'll have a New Year's Eve special to go over previous games as well as what's coming up in the future. So. Because yeah. a lot is changing for this channel. A lot will be coming out. We've been um, um, talking about more coming out as well. So yeah. that's, yeah. um, I know between me and the director, me and you, as well as me and Kelly, we've been, um, uh, talking about what we've been, um, wanting to do. Everybody's been wanting to do something. So it, yeah. things will be getting going yeah. in the new year. Yeah. Cause when we're not doing hockey, we're going to, we got some plans and, and, uh, mm-hmm. process to do during the summer. Exactly. So. Need part. Well, if um, if I'm not mistaken, they're actually working harder now too to get that softball team here again. Okay. And um, oh, if we can get one, you know, hey, we'll I'll, I'll softball, support, I'll support you know, we will have something to talk about for summer too. Exactly. You know, but I haven't heard much on it lately. But I heard they are working on it again. And is that why they're expanding stuff there and everything? No, they, they already expanded the uh, ballpark. Oh, they did. Yeah. Um, it's already regulation size. size for soft, um, professional softball. Mm, 
Or are you just getting the uh, clear to actually have a... a we just got to find a team that wants to come here. Mm-hmm. Get an owner. That and um, put in a few more stands, too. That's yeah. all we need. Cause, um, just because this is a whole ticketing issue. Yeah. So, with that, though, it's um, I'm excited. Um, I wish we could have two shows in the Yeti, but... Yeah. It's sad that that's not the working. Team. You know, we, we can always find some type of sport to follow for the summer. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's why I even suggested the USPBL down in Utica. Mm-hmm. Not that far. It's four teams that we can cover. Yeah. And they, those games were actually quite fun. You know, another one I just thought of we could cover, because by then this, the stadium should be built, is the college soccer team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can cover the college soccer team. And we, um, Kelly and I just drove by where it is, and um, the that is actually a nice pitch that they have there. Well, like I said, it's just sad that they changed their mind at the last minute after they tore down a bunch of houses. Mm-hmm. And there's that one you know, house that they tore down and weren't supposed to. No, the, 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 they bought the house too, unfortunately. The, um, the thinnest okay. house in Port Huron. Um, yeah. It was a shotgun house. And, you know, unfortunately it got tore down for this project that was supposed to be built for a soccer arena for the college. But then they decided to put it somewhere else after they already area? started tearing everything down. Mm-hmm. Isn't that area like college and the hospital mainly almost? Yep. Like yep. That's why a lot of people are shocked that they put it so far away because it's not even near the, the campus. It's, mm. it's in another town. Yeah. Right. Marysville. Yep. And as far as I know, though, um, they have different plans for that now. It's a, I think they're expanding their dorms. medical. Oh, sorry? Some medical and dorms. Yeah. Our dorms. That's, that's what I was going to say, too. Is, um, <laughs> but, um, anyways, back to hockey. <laughs> Um, so, I didn't get to mu- watch much, of the, especially the first game. I didn't get to watch a lot of the first game because, unfortunately, my, com- my computer decided to do a major update during the second period, so. Right, so, so that's how I was down. I watched the first Thursday's game on Friday because I worked 12 hours and I. You watched each game a day later. Yeah. <laughs> you put it that I way. watched two games Saturday, the Friday and Saturday, and the Saturday and Saturday. Party, party. <laughs> but now, um. That sounds like what I do during Silver Six. No, back to back, back to back games. Mm-hmm. You no, know, no. Watch 10 games right in a row. And I can't wait for the Silver Six to come back, too. And they will be here this year. American Plus, teams only, right? Two, American teams get, only, yep. Unless we get two, uh. Games for Silver Six. Yep, this year we'll have a Friday night and a Saturday night game. No, Saturday night and Sunday night game. 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, both 8 p.m.s. Um, uh, that's January, mid-January, I believe. Yes, that's true there, uh, Michael. First game was nothing but offense. Yep. Wasn't it uh, January 7th and 8th, Laura, um, is when we're yep. going to Bingham 10. Oh, yeah, it's, um... <coughs> we have Silver Six during that week, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And so we'll be occupado during most of that weekend. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. I will be there, like, at 8, 9 in the morning until Oops, 10, 11 at night. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll be at both. Because, like I said, I'll be working Silver Sticks all that week. If, if, uh, What's that? I'll be at both if I don't work 12 hours in um, day. I think she's talking about the games in Binghamton. Oh, no, we can't go to Binghamton. No. So. Especially with the cases of Omicron starting right. to go up. Uh, so, like we said, Laura, maybe next year, or maybe we'll come next year. Um, and, yeah, we would like to meet you, too. Oh, yes. Uh, but it's just um, like we said, it's like he said, it's um, cases going up of COVID, the new variant Omicron. It's um, mm, finances for some of us. Yeah. Because some of us don't work. Some of us live on a really tight budget. I'm I'm disabled myself. I'm just I'm disabled. So. Mm-hmm. I am on a tight budget though. Yeah. Yeah. But he's even more on a tight budget though. So that's oh, it's even worse than that. Yeah. Sadly. 
And we don't want to see that happen to anybody, but... Yeah. Um, but anyways, maybe next year that's how that's up. I don't see Big and Pim going anywhere. No, not with the way they're doing. I um, really hey. see them... Oh yeah. Yeah, that that be if we get to get together, then that, that's definitely a good yeah. plan. Get some mm-hmm. a picture. Yeah. All right. All right. We can't talk about Mississippi. That's gonna be tomorrow's uh, show. Oh yeah, that was a good game though. Mm-hmm. Seven thousand two hundred eighty-eight people. Yep. Nearly sold out. They ran all eight thousand one hundred. Yep. I think yep. broke a record. We even. Before even having an actual team. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, actually, I was listening to the Port Hearing game on that night. Mm-hmm. And I had the Carolina game on the the screen watching that one. Hey, man. That's crazy, isn't it? Uh-oh. Well, come on, Joe Pace. We had to see how he did, you know. you know, And I, a lot of people were asking how that worked out. He, they had to go through a lot of approvals to get that game set up. And the whole reason why he played for Carolina that night is to promote the Mississippi Arena. Seawolves. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to promote that arena. Um, he, they had to get permissions from both owners, or not owners, but GMs, and um, and the league. I was going to say, if they had to get permission from both the owners, yeah, it would be easy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was the GMs yeah. um, that had to agree for, on both teams. Um to, to allow that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I meant by that, I'm talking about Carolina and um, um, Columbus. Columbus. Columbus don't, isn't owned by yeah. our, our I mean, if we had to get owners from our, from our, our team, from you our know, team to sign yeah, because he pays, well, he plays for Crawlers and, you know, Barry owns Crawlers in Carolina. So it would have been automatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, either way, um, the group, the owner of uh, Columbus, so is, re- is a pretty good friend with uh, Barry. Barry either way. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, the that looked like an amazing night though. That to have that many people yeah. there. Yeah. And from out of here, they were chanting Carolina. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> they 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 were promoting you know Joe Joe's. Uh oh. And it's still up. Phone down. Is it fine? <laughs> darn, it's not up there. And yes, Mike, because um, Mississippi is a very, very good market for that FPHL. I bring in a lot of money. Um, <laughs> and Yeah, um, especially if uh, they can get that kind of fans in the seats all the time. Yeah. You know. And that's something that'll help grow the brand. Yep. And I think, with the passion of their fans, I think it'll make for some really good rivalries, especially down in the south. Oh, yeah. here's the picture. But I want to get on to the, the um, hat trick game. Um, what about the fans of that game? That the um, third yeah, out. <laughs> Talk about how many fans you can see in their arena. Look at their scoreboard. Wow. Yeah, I know somebody said that it was most of the fans that were there on the side where the cameras weren't facing, but it, you couldn't even hear oh, a lot of cheering to me. Uh, no, that's... Um, that's... No, the I second night there was more, you could tell, but that first one... That first night was... But you know, again, I will say a weekday game is hard mm-hmm. because of people working. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have back-to-back games as well. Yeah. And, uh, that's the one thing is that Danbury has a um, situation where they have three um, major teams playing out of the same arena. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because not many people know they have the hat-tricks, which is the biggest out of there. They also have the junior hat tricks, the junior team, and they also have the women's national team, yeah, the um, Connecticut Whale that play out of that arena. So that's three big teams. Do they have more than one rink in there? They um, have three. They have three, but the other two are used only as um, for high schools for uh, practice arenas too. Okay. 
Um, so that, that one sheet is used for all three teams. Right. So you have to fight for ice time bad on that one. Yeah. I, and I think that's part of the scheduling issue this year. Mm-hmm. You know, with everything coming back, everybody wanting, you know, get get their teams back on the ice and makes it a little bit a little bit harder. Exactly. Um, you know, especially you're saying they got three teams going out of there. Um, I can see why there's a few more Thursday night games this year. Yeah. You know, I, I will say Thursday night is a lot better than Wednesdays. Mm. You know, Wednesdays was even what, for worse. us. Worse for anybody. Anybody. Oh, um, hey, there was hardly anybody. But there, the there's multiple reasons because you got a lot of your clubs run things on Wednesday night mm. at mid- midweek. You know, a lot of the churches, a lot of the um, other clubs. Mm. You know, it's Wednesday night usually. Exactly. You know, yeah. so. I think Thursday night they said it was only six hundred or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Said. And it definitely did not look like that much either. No, it looked like it was dead. They probably yeah. counted some of the season ticket holders, probably. No, because a lot, they still go, even though a ticket sold, it, yeah, it's there, but um, I know I did find out ours oh. does go by ticket scan. That's Rachel only turned it in until the tickets are scanned. Okay. Um, Mike made a good question on that. Bowling is also popular on Wednesday. Yep, the bowling leagues, you know, mm-hmm. pool leagues, you know, so it kind of kills Wednesday mm-hmm. nights. But yeah, I did find out that it, we go by ticket scan, mm-hmm. um, you know, but you still don't know how many are given away, you know, so that's why, but they do go by the ticket mm-hmm. that are scanned in. Right. Well, that's yeah, why a lot of times ours isn't posted and said until, you know, late third period, because right. she, they don't shut down the gate until the beginning of the, beginning of the third period. Right. You, you still get extra people coming yep. in during the uh, yep. start of the second period. Like, I had to do that one time last year. Well, people come in right up to the end of the second, like I said. Uh-huh. That's when they shut down the gate. Mm-hmm. And that's, I had to do that a lot of times during the one season. Yep. And that's, I mean, I, I, I appreciate that do it, but it's just like, God, why would you want to actually physically want to come that late in the game? Well, if you love hockey. You True. love hockey, yeah. You know, you want to see your team, Word. you know. True. You know, for me, you know, being a season ticket holder, if I got to be late, you know, it's at least I already have my ticket. You know, yeah. Um, I just have to go in and get a scan. But like I said, you still only have till the end of the second period to get your foot through those gates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's um, definitely a good reason though. To, um, I remember the uh, last year I had to go from. Fort Huron to Macomb, and Macomb back to Fort Huron, and I made it right, right to Oh, I remember that situation. That yeah. was a weird situation. Well, that's when you, oh, Megan was working at yeah. Macomb one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, made, I made it just in time for the halfway the first period, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know where the cops are at. Yes, Peter. I mean, what? <laughs> hey, I made it back from Franklin within less than an hour. Shit. Yeah, same here. I can do that. <laughs> Technically, it's supposed to be an hour and a half. Technically. <laughs> well, I was told my uncle was on his deathbed. True. Which, when I got here, come to find out, he wasn't. But, Ooh. you know. But, anyways, so, um, go with... <laughs> Before we get to break, though, uh, make sure that you go to MainStreetBlueWater.com. Support us any way you can, so because we're trying to bring you all the good content that you've loved for the previous four plus years, and have, buy all the con- the stuff that you want off the because um, that that's good stuff. This is a comfortable shirt that I'm in. Christmas oh, gifts. Yes. Yep. Um, and then starting. There's the right. <laughs> Chris fell for it. But anyways, um, starting next week, we'll be doing a, a more deals on items, so it's, uh, stay tuned, and we'll be right back after uh, these messages. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some 
um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitts, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitts thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. Oh, not really. I got the beat. Oh, we wrestling tomorrow, guys. You're on wrestling. I can't believe I let myself get caught. Oh, that one was good. Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly used to be called One News Weekly. Well, now it's season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. We're going to give you more real-life situations to react to these news stories, and how you can love thy neighbor more. And I'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent, Kelly. Wherever you're listening to, uh, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whatever platform suits your fancy, just make sure that you give us a subscribe and a follow and a share and whatever else you want to do. Make sure that you tell your friends about us. And I hope you enjoy for the future episodes. This is James Woman here from Great Lakes Gaming. Are you looking for an excuse to get out of the house? Well, if so, where are your excuse? We have Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering games all week long. We run leagues, and we're also open seven days a week. Every Thursday, we are running disc golf leagues at Hollywood Middle School from 5 to 7, all through the spring and summer. Recently, we have become part of the WPN network of Wizards of the Coast, we're going to be starting trivia on Tuesdays, and we run a Super Smash tournament the first Saturday of every month. So that should be plenty of reasons for you to get out of the house. sooner than you see Mike. Unless we all plan it together. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. During one of the um, school holiday breaks since he's a school bus driver. Mm -hmm. Talk about that too. We need to plan another Saginaw Spirit trip since the one got canceled. Oh, I want to go this time. Yeah. Well, you were, you were, you were supposed to go. We were, we yeah. had all set up. Ticket, oh, okay. Tickets almost 
pretty, pretty um, much least guaranteed. And, and no, he was gonna work that night because it was being a, a three plus micro match. Yeah, that's right. So, um, but yeah, let's go dive deep into this uh, chaotic game that we had on Thursday night. Yeah, it was a crazy one, that's for sure. Uh, it was honestly it was, we got down early, but I was hoping with how they were coming back that we'd actually have put more more of a fight. Um, starting off, 15-11, uh, Danbury took the shots in the first, 16-14 in the second, Danbury, and then 14-9 in the third, totaling for a whopping 45 total shots for Danbury. So it's a, and 34 for Port Huron. So that's kind of um, more or less chaotic again. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, starting off, uh, early in the first period, it's a, a 107 Danbury scored by a name that uh, Port Huron Prowlers fans should recognize. Uh, Dustin Jezewa scored that goal. Uh, Zachary uh, Lazaro assisted, uh, got an assist as well as uh, Vinny Susie. And then 246 into the first, uh, Gordy Bono scored for Danbury, assisted by Ruiz, who up 2 to nothing. And then uh, on the power play, 10-35, uh, Gordy Bono got his, his second goal, uh, assisted by Steve Melly and uh, Johnny Ruiz. And then to go with 3-1, and one, a point here on got their first goal off to Kate Lambden, 11-39 uh, into the first, assisted by Stavros, Salas, and Austin Federley. And 13-46 uh, in the first, to end four to one in the first, Dustin Jezewa got his second goal, assisted by Corey Anderson and Aaron Atwell. That's another name that we yeah, recognize Aaron here. Yeah, Aaron Atwell wasn't yep. in the second season with us. Yep. And then uh, to start off the second, five twenty-three, um, Danbury goes up five to one, scored by Corey Anderson, assisted by Tom Ellie and Vinny Susie. A power play goal by um, Matt Graham, 8.53 in the second, uh, assisted by Kate Lambda and Alex Johnson. And then 13 minutes in the second, even strength. Isaiah Crawford scored for the Prowlers, assisted by Caleb Williams and uh, Simon Bois-Seclair. Um, <coughs> and then Danbury scored again at 14.11 by Brett Jackson, assisted by Vinny Susie and Tom Elliott to go up to 16. Three, that's six to four. Sixteen to one. Port Huron scores. Dalton J assisted by Zachary Frisroa, uh, assisted by Austin Federley. Uh, four oh nine into the third. Uh, Dmitry Kustetsov uh, got a unassisted goal for Danbury. And seven twenty nine. Port Huron scored from Dustin Manning. Matt Graham. Uh, Dalton J got the assist. Um, 10-39. Uh, Dmitry Knesov scores uh, for Danbury, assisted by Gary Gallagher and John McDonald to go reach five. And the final goal of the game, Port Huron scores 19-45 with 15 seconds left. Unassisted goal scored by Stavros uh, Salas. And, um, so let's go into this... Uh, very heavily weighted Port Huron penalties. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of penalties uh, Thursday night, that's for sure. Yeah. And quite a few of them I don't agree with, but same here. Right. Um, 10-16, Cade Lambden got a call for high sticking in the first. Uh, 8-56 into the second, Quinton Rosebloom got called for high sticking. 9-35 into the second, uh, Zachary Lazaro for Danbury, got called for uh, high-sticking. Nick Manzo, 15-14 in the second, got called for hand- holding on from Port Huron. Keith Lambden, got in 18-03 into the second, got called for hooking. And then again, 14-10 in the third, called for elbowing. And then uh, Caleb Williams, 11-13 into the third, got called for tripping. And then... 12-14, everything went down when Alex Johnson slashed. Um, and then Corey Anderson got cross-checking from Danbury. And then Matt Graham got 
of Gusev officials only a minor this time. And then a 1548 interference, uh, Dimitri Delikuk from Danbury. And then at the very end of the game, uh, Matt Graham got an abusive official's game misconduct. Right, but you know, and, and those shouldn't even have been abusive official. The, all he, there, in that situation, he was only addressing the issue of the calls that weren't being called. Yeah, was and, that? you know, it was getting ridiculous. It was getting major. You know, and then, like I said, again, that, then they start wondering why are the players start doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, you don't want the players taking matters into their own hands, but, you know, when you don't start call stuff, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Especially when a game's that close of scoring and um, the penalties are only going one way. Mm-hmm. That's happened. How about this with the River Dragons yeah. and the home opening weekend? So, mm-hmm. That was getting a little bit out of control. Like I said, it, there was more than once that um, their own announcers said, well, we got away with one. We got away with one. Pretty sad, though. You know, so if even the announcers are seeing seeing it, you know, how's it not being called? Exactly. And especially when they're staring right at it. Yep. But this is why, why I'm not a ref. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not saying their job's easy, because it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Um, and especially when their job is a lot of discretion. Yeah. Oh, and I do say a lot because it's just—it's all practical judging that they're yeah. doing too. That's that's a, that's the problem is that we have different perceptions. What you call high sticking and what another ref might call high sticking, you know, mm-hmm. could be two different things. You know. Right, and especially with the FPHL handbook where it's not exactly defined like the uh, NHL is. Right. But again, still, even at any time, I'm sorry, one ref might call it and one yep. ref might not. You know, it's, again, it's because it's going by what they're seeing themselves and what they feel if it was actually high enough up or, you know, or whatever. Exactly. Um, but let's get into Friday night's game. And let me say this. How do you screw up the shootout this bad? Yeah. <laughs> um, How in the hell... Especially when you were just told at the start of the shootout, five shooters. Yep. Sorry, I'm not standing because of Chris Farty. It's because of you, isn't it? <laughs> no, I, my butt's hurting. Ooh, that <laughs> sounds personal. Um, uh, too much that. info. Way too much info. <laughs> what were you doing at work? <laughs> Not a chair. <laughs> you were doing the chair? Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> I'll shut up. I'll shut up before I get in trouble. Uh, too late for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we shouldn't. There should have been no reason. We'll get a laugh. No reason at all. And, and there's other things. You, again, it, there was a lot of stuff in that game. Um, <laughs> See, I made a baby laugh. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Chris. Um, to start off the game, though, 11-8. to eight, Port Huron um, uh, got the favorite in the shots. And then the second period was very explosive in shots. When Danbury got 17, Port Huron got 14. That was explosive. Yeah, it was. Then Danbury in the third got 14 to Port Huron's 5. Overtime, Port Huron got 4, and then Danbury got 3. And to think about it, that's kind of explosive for um, an overtime period, 4 to 3. So that's um, 42 to 34, though, to end the game, Danbury gets on top. Um, and then the three not uh, the three stars were actually announced for the, of this game. Corey Anderson from Danbury got the first star, two goals, zero assists. Uh, Gordy Bonnell got the second star, two goals, one zero assists. And the third star was Johnny Ruiz with one goal and one assist. 
Starting off the uh, scoring again, ironically, it was Dustin Jezewell from the Danbury Hattricks. This time at 17, 7 minutes and 30 seconds into the first, assisted by uh, Zachary Lazaro on, uh, and as well as Dmitry Kornetsov. Um, and then 9-17 on the power play, Port Huron scores to tie the game at 1. Matt Graham got the goal, assisted by Austin Federley and Dalton Jay. Uh, to take the lead, Port Huron scores 2-1, 1434 into the 1st, Alex Johnson gets the goal, assisted by Caleb Williams. And then 1941, uh, the ties it up, Gordy Bottle gets the goal, assisted by Johnny Ruiz and Tal Finberg. Uh, 513 into the 2nd, um, Port Huron goes on top, 3-2, scored by Zachary Ferishra, uh, assisted by Dalton Jay and Alex Johnson. That was a heck of a minute. 6-12, not even a minute later, Poiron scores again, 4-2, scored by Dalton Jay, assisted by Austin Federley. And then shorthanded, 14-34 to the second, going on top, 5-2, scored by Dalton Jay, unassisted. And then... The... Um, Third period, 4-37, um, power play goals for Danbury. Corey Anderson scored, assisted by Gary Gallagher uh, and Dustin Jezewa. And then 7-07, Johnny Ruiz scored, assisted by Brett Jackson and Dustin Jezewa. And then uh, Corey Anderson tied the game for Danbury at 11-40. And then? Uh, all dreaded shoot out. And then the first round, uh, Danbury got the came on top one nothing. Dustin Jenner getting goal, and then the second round both teams scored. Federley and Bono. Uh, third round there was no goals, and this is where they thought they won. That was just crazy. A fourth round no goals again. Federley and Dmitry Knesov, and then the fifth round is where. Went in, Dustin Jezewell scores. 3-1. to one. Game over. And then... Um, this this one was kind of a light penalty summary. Yeah. Even though we got a... With that so, shot, though, Chris. What? I didn't know you could put it behind you and then put it back in front of you. Yeah, that's the, that was... He the, dragged it behind him. Once he dragged it behind him, he moved the puck backwards. Mm-hmm. And it should have been and, a and, shot and, right and, there. Um, Shootouts, I thought... If you drag it backwards and then go forward, that's you already took your you made your movement. Well, you know, FPHL. You made your move. Um, so that's what we, me and him, were questioning that one. I, mm-hmm. said, I don't didn't know if our rules are different on that one mm-hmm. because I knew do know when I thought in most leagues once you pull it back like that, you made your move mm-hmm. since you already went forward. Right, and that's all. You cannot go backwards. And the only way to go backwards is um, if you're doing a wind-up for a wrist shot. Right. And he wasn't doing and a wind-up for a wrist shot. he pulled the puck backwards. He pulled you know, it backwards. Says, I know what you're saying. If you lift your stick to do the wind-up to slap mm-hmm. it, you know, that's different. But when you pull the puck backwards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you made your move. I well, got to say, the Denver's Hattrick's jersey Friday night they reviewed the new mm-hmm. one were actually pretty cool. Right. But... You know. Now penalty summary. Uh, Steve Melly actually got the first uh, um, penalty for Danbury. Slashing, 8.44 in the first. And then Steve Brown and Zachary Frischua uh, got a little bit angry when they roughed at 12.06. And then 14.01, Dante Sufrende uh, got a high sticking for Port Huron. 17.59, Caleb Williams and Dustin Jezreel went for roughing. And then 301 in the third, uh, Zachary Frischwa got a hook in. At 1244 was the uh, attendance for that one. How much? 1244. That was the second night. Yep. Uh, yeah. How much was the first night? 643. Oh, yeah. I got a dead on. No, you didn't. You're a liar. Uh, well, you got a dead on because we were talking about it on our page. <laughs> so you probably remembered it. Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah, we were talking about it because. Um, that's another thing. Um, somebody mm-hmm. Mike said that 
we we couldn't do it. We can't do better. But we actually did do better on our Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Not much better, but we did do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we drew at least a hundred more. You know, like I, said, I but I don't I don't like that for any of the teams because, like I said, weekday games are hard to get people in the seats. They are. Um, this year was kind of different though because our home opener was on a Thursday night. Yeah. And we drew seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, but you gotta think though. They promoted that one different than, yeah. you know, it's harder to, you know. Plus, everybody wanted to get outside of these. Exactly. Shut down last year. But it's like, it's not like it can't be done, but if it's not marketed the way it is, no. it was, it's Thursday is always going to be hard for you. Yeah. And especially when you get the. And um, also, in a, you know, um, when, you, when it's promoted, too, people can request a day off knowing that. You know, the season mm-hmm. coming. You know, they a lot of them probably requested the night off or whatever. Right. You know. But. Um, and this time of the year, how many people have vacation days left? Exactly. As it's getting closer to Christmas. Exactly. I have zero. What's vacation days? Right? Yeah. Do you get any of those? I do. Oh, you go? Um, I got a few yeah. this year, but I was sick for a couple of them. Okay. So you got to use them first. Yeah. But that was definitely one thing, though. But anyways, get to the third game of the weekend. Um, uh, 14-14 uh, shots for the first, 20 shots to 8 for Hambury in the second. And then 12 to 5 uh, shots in the third. So 46 shots Dave Rands with for the game to 27 by Borner on. Who were the first and seconds, third stars? Uh, Corey Anderson gets the first star again with two goals. Um, Dustin Jezebel gets the second with three assists. And then Brian Wilson gets the a third star, only letting in one goal. Did we even get a star the Thursday night? No. There was no stars announced Thursday night, which is weird. We didn't get any stars at all this week, huh? This mm-hmm. week. Well, because, you know, the close games, I really think that they should. Yeah. You know. But. Um, <laughs> so, starting off. Um, I'm going to get it. Might as well wait till. Yeah. Might as well. Um. Because remember to go to this link right up here, MainStreetBlueWater.com. All our merch is right there. We're going to be putting some more up there in the future. And make sure to support the people that we have in our commercials as well. They're, they're really going to need your support over the next coming months. As well as we'll need your support coming in these coming months as well. Um, definitely, we, we can't wait to... Um, Announce some of our ideas. Some will be announced on the website. Some will be announced on the New Year's Eve show. So stay tuned. Um, I hope you all like what's coming in the future. Um, as you can see, we're changing the set as well. Freeze, freeze. <laughs> yeah, but you guys, it looks black. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely changing up and making sure everything looks good for you guys. But with that being said, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay. Not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show.
can't believe I let myself get Hey there, I'm Chris. And I'm Kelly. You might remember One Love Weekly used to be called One News Weekly. Well, now it's season one, and now we're coming into season two. We've changed up the format, and we're bringing the news to you in a more personal issue. We're going to give you more real-life situations to react to these news stories, and how you can love thy neighbor more. And I'm excited to bring on my co-host and correspondent, Kelly. Wherever you're listening to, uh, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, whatever platform fits your fancy, just make sure that you give us a subscribe and a follow and a share and whatever else you want to do. Make sure that you tell your friends about us. And I hope you enjoy for the future episodes. This is James Woman here from Great Lakes Gaming. Are you looking for an excuse to get out of the house? Well, if so, where are your excuse? We have Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering games all week long. We run leagues, and we're also open seven days a week. Every Thursday, we are running disc golf leagues at Hollywood Middle School from 5 to 7, all through the spring and summer. Recently, we have become part of the WPN network of Wizards of the Coast, we're going to be starting trivia on Tuesdays, and we run a Super Smash tournament the first Saturday of every month. So that should be plenty of reasons for you to get out of the house. Second, uh, Tom Melee scores to put the Denver in top four to nothing, assisted by his brothers Steve Melee and Garrett Gallagher. Um, and that that was just a breakdown, big time breakdown of our defense. Yeah, big time. And then uh, 19 minutes into the second, though, Alex Johnson scores, assisted by Isaiah Crawford and uh, Caleb Williams. And that was the only time we were tied that night, yeah. one to one. Yeah, yeah. I think. Second period, period was uh, Third period, a minute 15, uh, Dmitry Knesov, assisted by um, John um, McDonald uh, and Dustin Jesua. Um, Corey Anderson got a power play goal, assisted by Jesua. Uh, Corey Anderson scores again, 14-54 into the third, uh, assisted by Jesua and Knesov. And then to round out the scoring, 19 minutes into the Third, Adam Duda, assisted by Tom Melle and Dmitry Kuznetsov. I do like the name, though, Adam Duda. Duda. You know, yeah, too bad he wasn't goalie. It'd be fun. Duda, you suck. Duda, Duda, Duda. No, I I, I come up with something different on that one, honestly. Yeah? That'll be nice. 
Okay. What she said. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Suck, suck, suck. That's what it is. Uh, but the penalty summary, um, 24 seconds of the game, Johnny Ruiz got pissed off. He went straight for the three, um, cross check. And a minute 59 into the first, uh, Justin, <laughs> Justin Jezewal went, are you okay? He's dying over here. <coughs> it's just. Hearing that name just makes you like want to vomit, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but no, he goes in for a delay game. Um, Corey Anderson, 11:40 in the second, gets roughing, and then third period, 3:53, um, Zachary Ferrucciola gets hooking, 15:21, um, um, Alex Johnson and Dustin Jesua. Get roughing, but Jesuit gets the double minor. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. Especially when um, they've been calling more against us the whole night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whole well, weekend. Yeah. So, with that being said, I, there's another comment, though, I want to make about um, Friday night's game. Because there was basically an all out brawl Saturday, uh, Friday night. That, um, where no penalties got called. Right. And it was right in the Prowlers' goal, uh, goal craze. And I remember specifically because of Aaron Atwell that started the brawl. They rammed our goalie. Yeah. Yep. And More than once. Yep. More than once. And then he just went straight for um, popping, I think it was uh, Cade Lambden, right yes. in the mouth. Yes. And... Why don't you call at least something on that? Nothing. It's just... Well, it, it's just ridiculous. You know, um, those are the ones I'm talking about. The, their announcers said, well, we got we, we, we to give it. We got away with that one. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's what I'm talking about. That's ridiculous. Even mm-hmm. if the announcers, the announcers said, oh, we got away with that one. You know, come on. It was that that's, obvious that it was done. That's you know, sad. It is really sad. You know, even they said more than once, we got away with ramming the goal again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. He's falling asleep. No, I'm not. You were, you were like. <laughs> um, so let's go on to the future games because um, the next time we go live is on New Year's Eve, December 31st. But technically, there's a game that night. For us. But um, we will be doing that game on a future episode, though. Yeah. We'll be talking about um, the day, day after Christmas is our game. Yeah. There's a game we'll be talking about. Uh, Carolina travels to Port Huron on the 26th. 3.05 games start. And... Predictions for that game. Let's go with uh, the sleeper. Uh, it's for Sunday's game? Yep. Uh, I see uh, 4-3 us regulation. And then a producer. I gotta, I'm going to say it's going to be closer, Rob. I'm going to say 5-6 us. So you're going to be a high-scoring game? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um... Everybody's going to be coming off that, you know, huge Christmas dinner and mm. going to be slow on the ice, probably. Right. And um, I'm going to say 3-2 us. Okay. Um, Mike says 3-2. Mike's swearing over here. I, honestly, I was getting a cuss, too. I was. <laughs> I was getting ready to cuss. I actually, uh, same, I didn't even see it. You know what, you guys got to admit, I didn't see it because I'm blind. All right. Um, I was thinking exactly what Mike's saying, 3-2 oh overtime. God. That's fun. I was. Oh, we know that's funny. Plus uh, um, a fight. Oh, you we, we want to fight. You know that. We you gotta expect fights, especially yeah. poor here in Carolina. Mm-hmm. The two biggest rivals in the whole freaking league. Yeah. And um, but I'm going five to two us. 
because uh, we're going to put Paul in net, and he's going to have no defense. Well, because of the sluggish. Okay. Eating that huge Christmas dinner. Yep. Eating on the road. Yep. And the next game we'll be go- talking about is uh, when the River Dragons import the Prowlers play again in Biloxi for the last time in the year. So that's a 7.05 start in Biloxi. <coughs> Technically 8.05 Eastern. So mark that down. It is an hour later than what's on the schedule. What time? Or just because of the um, oh, yeah, uh, they're time zone. They're an hour behind us. So the return to Mississippi. What are the score predictions? I'm going to sleep ahead this time. I'm going to say... Producer. I'm going to say 3-2 us with a fight right off the face-off. Uh, Mike face goes off. for 5-3 um, no. with a round 4. Pace is wow. great. I mean, Pace loves to fight Schmidt, so. Alright, I say 5-4. Okay. And I'm going for a 5-4 and a round 4-5. Okay. So. With that. Well, with that, everybody have a good night. Happy and enjoy. We will see you New Year's Eve. See you oh, later. tomorrow? For for oh. this show, it's oh, New okay, Year's Eve. Okay, never mind. Uh, I'll shut up. Around the Miners, it's a different show. <laughs> With that being said, see yeah. y'all later. Bye. No commercials.